0: This is your go-to podcast for the breaking news across the NFL, while breaking down how this might affect your fantasy team's success. Are you ready to be a champ? Then welcome to Fields
1: of Fantasy. Hello people out there and welcome back to the Saturday Sleepers podcast as part of Fields of Fantasy. On Sunday we play ball but on Saturday, well Saturday's for sleeping. We're here to give you the low cost, high value players of the week and I'm joined by my new co-host going forward. He's got more rush yards than Saquon Barkley, he's got more receptions than Cooper Cup and he's stormed off more NFL pitches than Antonio Brown. It's Christopher Pugh.
0: Good day. Good evening, Mark. Thanks for having me on. Um, Zero percent of that is true. Well, Um, I would. I'd imagine I'd give Antonio Brown a run for his money if I could storm off NFL pitches. Um, But the other two, probably not the case.
1: Well, I'm I'm guessing no one listening to this will know who the hell we are, but we actually do like a a football, like soccer, English football podcast. Um, Mm -hmm. But because no one knows us on this, I figured we could reinvent ourselves. So I could, if I. Bill, you was like an ex-player. It gives oh, yeah. credibility to the show.
0: Oh, I mean, I've, I've, I've dabbled. I've, yeah, I've, mm. I've, I've, a couple of couple of thousand-yard receiving <laughs> seasons.
1: Yeah, I feel like in the first thirty seconds, you've completely destroyed the enigma surrounding us both
0: what could have been what could, what have, could been. have been for me yeah I could in this have... dreamland that we've created
1: yeah we could have we could have been something and it turns out now we're just two losers doing a podcast but here we are thank yeah. you for joining these uh us two losers doing a podcast um last week i had four picks pew you
0: well you almost had three picks
1: i had I four picks but Everybody, you did somehow
0: have four picks
1: you all doubted me you all doubted me, my Josh Dobbs. I'm going to take a victory lap. Josh Dobbs, 26.9 points against the Falcons last week after the injury forced him onto the pitch. I said Josh Dobbs is the the, <clears throat> the sleeper QB to pick. And was I wrong, Pugh? Uh,
0: so, remarkably, you weren't wrong. It, um, even though he switched teams and had never trained and knew about one name on the offence, um, yeah, uh, an injury, a concussion um, led to him coming in the game and absolutely balling out. So, yeah, that was a that was a remarkable good shout from you.
1: Well, you know, I don't want to brag about it, but I will go on about that till the end of time now. So
0: I wouldn't blame you.
1: There you go. Um, my other picks from last week, uh, not quite so successful. So, I had Zach no. Charbonnet, who got a whopping 2.3 points against the Ravens.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, that wasn't a good week for Seattle overall but yeah uh, yeah.
1: game script fucked me really Uh, wide receiver had Brandon Cooks he got a whole 1.7 points against the Eagles yeah yeah game script fucked me there as well yeah Uh, (laughs) tight end had Mike Gesicki
0: how did that one go
1: uh Belichick fucked me there. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: he had a whopping zero points, no reception. Did he even have a target? I don't think he did. I
0: don't no, I don't I, I don't even know if he was at the stadium, to be honest. But yeah.
1: <laughs> to make it worse, Hunter Henry got a touchdown. He did. And he was tight end. Yeah, he was probably only a couple of hundred more, but uh, mm. but yeah. Anyway, we're here with a Saturday sleeper podcast to tell you, uh brilliant, amazing, lovely listeners, who to pick in your DFS lineup this week, who's a sleepy sneaky player who's going to win it for you is going to win you all the money so should we kick off with quarterback it's a good place to start would you like to go first
0: Pulio? you want me to go first, go first. um yeah uh, my so obviously being invited onto this um you, you've got to find the the real gems in 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 the lineup um there's a guy called lamar jackson um How is I that a sleeper agrees. No, it's nicely. It's not really moving. <laughs> um big. <laughs> my, my sneaky sleeper um, at $5,100 uh, this week is Taylor Heineke um, of the Atlanta Falcons. They're playing the Arizona Cardinals in Arizona. Um, the Cardinals have... My, my sort of thought process to this was more alongside... What the Cardinals have got available to him, rather than um, Heineke's uh, availability and weapons. Okay. So the Cardinals have got Kyler Murray and James Connor back, designated off injured reserve. Kyler Murray's going to start. That's been announced. Has it actually um, been
1: officially announced?
0: I believe so. Yeah, mm, they, they've named I'm, him. As you keep the talking. Starter. I'm going to check that. Okay, I believe they've named him as the starter. What's um, that? uh So. In my opinion, the Cardinals' offense is going to be stronger this week. Um, I think their scoring is going to be up. They've shown over the course of the season, bar last week really against Cleveland, um, when Clayton Toon started, uh, that they can hang in games. and they're, they're a pretty tough side, a resilient side. Um, so I expect their scoring to be up, which means that Heineke is going to have to ball out a little bit to keep the Falcons you know, alongside the Cardinals, especially at the start of the game. Um if they are behind, he's gonna to have to start throwing it more. Drake London is back off um he's back training. I believe he's limited as we speak, but I would expect him to suit up and play, um, which will obviously help his weapons. Um and with Daniel um Ridder White in, in the wings, um it's time to cement Heineke's place in that starting lineup. Pressure is on Arthur Smith. Um, he got a passing touchdown in both games he's played. Last game against the Vikings, he put up 268 yards, um, and I think this is a good matchup for him. Especially if if the Cardinals do score points, he's going to have to follow suit.
1: Yeah, uh, Kyler Murray. Just to confirm, you heard it here first. I'm confirming it. Pew, oh. uh, he is playing.
0: Oh, he is playing. I,
1: I checked with my sources. Oh, thanks Arizona. for announcing
0: that, Mark. Thanks. I gave him
1: a ring. I said, "Yo, yeah." arizona what up yeah. and they said yeah Carlos players Like you heard it here first pure okay um heineke yeah if you're going to pick anyone from the falcons pick the quarterback because he's the only one you can guarantee will touch the ball that week because it's just there's a chance
0: johnny smith will line up in wildcat and just start chucking it around <laughs> Yeah, potentially <laughs> will, uh, who knows what arthur smith will plan next but um
1: arthur yeah. smith hates fantasy he hates <laughs> you he hates pits Pitts.
0: He hates the Falcons fans, apparently.
1: <laughs> he hates Atlanta in general. He's <laughs> yeah. a very angry man. Um, my quarterback is the greatest quarterback to come out of Tennessee. In the Which last in, week. Is it in the last week. <laughs> <laughs> it's Will Levis, who's Beat my new favourite quarterback. Like, people won't know this, but I've always had a soft spot for Kirk Cousins. Um, partly because he's lovely on that quarterbacks documentary yeah I say partly it's completely because of that um, yeah. Will Levis is my new Kirk Cousins and okay. you can expect to hear me push his name forward week after week Um, he's only $5,300 but the main pull from Will Levis is the fact that he's playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who I have the great misfortune of supporting our secondary is absolutely shite at the moment uh-huh. Um concussions didn't help us last week but we got absolutely slaughtered by the houston texans cj stroud absolutely made mugs of us um he cemented himself into like a a top five quarterback mvp conversation
0: well it's, of... it sealed the offensive rookie of the year for him that performance did didn't it i think beating so. us well yeah but in the, in the manner he did like baker goes up the field and Thinks he's won it with throwing to Kai Doten, and then what is it? Was he was it forty three seconds he had left to go down I'll, the field, and honest, he's we don't absolutely
1: need absolutely nailed it. it, mate. We don't. Yeah. need I, I saw it. I watched it live. Yeah, I've seen the highlights. should we? Should we, should we go the play by play? I don't think that's necessary at okay. this moment in time, but I do that's... appreciate you bringing it back up. Uh, no worries. Todd Bowles seems absolutely insistent on playing this soft coverage, um, and it just it just did not work against the Texans. It will not work against the titans d hop is gonna feast he had a monster week against the falcons uh the nfc south is like the punching bag of the nfl um yeah it the first game against the falcons will levy scored 26.6 points through for 238 yards including four touchdowns he wasn't as successful last week against the steelers just 9.7 points but still managed to throw for 262 yards yeah I would hope that we are on the training ground as I record this, working our backsides off to actually improve defensively, like stopping the run. We, we're good at. I'm hoping we'll shut Derek Henry down. Yeah, might be asking a bit much, but that that secondary is so poor at the moment. I, I I'm scared as a Bucks fan, but I'm excited as a DFS player. So stick with Lewis yeah. in your lineup. He's gonna he's gonna win it for you. Puglio, who's your sneaky sleeper running back?
0: Uh, My sneaky sleeper running back. It 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 is. I'm still sticking that it's uh, a sneaky sleeper. However, I think he has been the most picked up player, Christian McCaffrey in fantasy. (laughs) I don't know if anybody's ever heard of him, but yeah, Uh, it's um, it's young Keaton Mitchell. Of okay. the uh, Baltimore Ravens, oh, that that um, that
1: sleeper who was like the most picked up player on the waiver wires. Uh, that's week.
0: what I've just said. But yeah, he's still yeah, okay. he's still relatively cheap, um, four thousand seven hundred this week. Um, and in a backfield which has still got Gus Edwards and Justice Hill, and they're still being used. Um, I think he is he is still probably running back three, but um, he had nine carries last week against uh the Seahawks. Uh, for 138 yards, plus a touchdown, um, which really was his breakthrough game. Um, they've got a tough game this week, tough matchup against the Browns, very strong defence. Very strong. Um, but earlier in the season, the only time they've been blown away was by the Ravens in Cleveland. Uh, I think I think they beat them 28-3. And the run game really caused Cleveland problems that week. Um Mitchell had uh, a 60-yard and a 40-yard rush in his locker last week. Um, and I just wonder if this really could be the bargain of the second half of the season for the Ravens and for fantasy players. If you have picked up Keaton Mitchell, could he be the one to, to get you over the line in these fixtures?
1: I have concerns about committees, committee backfields. Yeah, um, Gus the Bus is a touchdown machine at the moment. Yeah. Um, And I just, as a general rule in life, will not bet against the Browns' defense. Okay. So I'm not saying it's a stupid pick. Yeah. But I think this. Shall I
0: go? Shall I just go then?
1: (laughs) I think this time next week, I will be celebrating the more successful running back of our picks.
0: Oh, yeah, go on then.
1: That is until I tell you who my (laughs) running back is. (laughs) Here we go. You have to bear in mind. Arthur Smith hates fantasy. (laughs) (laughs) He hates you. He hates Atlanta. He He hates me. He hates Bijan. Yeah. But does he hate? Who
0: does he like, though?
1: Does he hate Cordaro Patterson? Okay. I don't know. They're away at the um, Cardinals this week. We all drafted Bijan. We all want Bijan to be given the ball, which is why Arthur Smith's not giving him the ball. Um, CP, did you see his tweet earlier in the week?
0: Uh, he wasn't particularly impressed, was he, with things?
1: I think bit miffed is the okay. technical term. Uh, he yeah. he put something like uh, it was a a strong angry run against us again, um, mm. and he put at whoever needs to see this in the in the tweet. <laughs> that is him screaming out for the ball. Um, if he's screaming out as vehemently on the training ground, perhaps he'll be given that ball and given the chance. He also has a kick return or two in him yes and that is where i mean he's you know what i didn't even write the price down pew look the price up while i'm talking
0: okay
1: he for his price which i'm sure is cheap we'll tell you in a minute he's if he gets a decent kick return that's points if he just gets a few strong rushes that's points um it is a risk uh admittedly Algiers probably the smarter pick considering he's only $500 more. But this is a game of high risks and high rewards. And if we just gave you the obvious ones, well, what would be the point of this podcast?
0: Borderell Patterson is $4,200.
1: Yeah. Tyler Algiers, $4,700. You know what? You're splitting hairs. You're splitting hairs because neither of them are getting the ball because Arthur Smith (laughs) answers. Yeah. But yeah, even even with Kyler, Kyler Murray coming back, I think the Falcons are likely to be playing with a lead for the majority of it. Um, so game script will favour the run game. I had Zach Charbonnet last week on the off chance that an injury occurs. Maybe an injury recur, occurs this week. Who knows? But yeah, I'm going for Daryl Patterson.
0: Good shout. Thank you, mate. You never know. I with mean, Arthur you, Smith, you, you, you never do. know. <laughs> yeah. You do. Is,
1: is, don't pick Patterson, but you know what? Well, that's the point of the show,
0: is when, when Arthur Smith's concerned, anything is possible <laughs> as far as I'm concerned.
1: Wide receiver, Pugh.
0: A wide receiver. Uh, so this one, um, again, slightly sleepery. Um, I'm going uh, Pittsburgh Steelers at home to the Green Bay Packers, and I'm picking up um, George Pickens
1: that sleeper george pickens
0: well it really this it's, it's a sleeper in the sense that um making him one. <laughs> th- this has been a difficult week for our friend george um he he has been uh kenny pickett's go-to guy at the start of the season um i think he's had three 100 yard plus games so far um all at aquashore all at the home home game um however last week uh Two receptions. This is after Deontay Johnson's come back from injured reserve. Two receptions from only five targets for minus one yards. Um, and this is the guy it, you're picking? Yeah. Right. And Pickens kicked up a massive fuss. Um, I think he unfollowed the Steelers on all of his social medias. Um, might have posted an Instagram post that he later deleted in haste. Um, and I think he failed to celebrate. I saw him, I think, after the Deontay touchdown. Um, he just walked straight off the pitch, he didn't celebrate with the team. So I don't think he's the happiest guy in the world at the moment. Um, and, and these these sorts of events either go one way or the other. You either go full Antonio Brown and never play an NFL game again, or your team will do everything that they can to make you happy the next week. Um, and I think at home, maybe it's the Chicago Bear in me, but at home to Green Bay this week, I think that there's possibilities for him. Um, I'd like to think that his mate Kenny Pickett will say, Listen, I'll do you a favour this week, and it'll lead to a big day for him 100 plus yards, multiple touchdowns, and that, uh, yeah, and he'll be feeling all special inside again over in Pittsburgh.
1: Hashtag Pickett to Pickens. Yes. Uh, Yeah, I, I think Pickett's not the best, is he? no um he's not one no he, of well he isn't no. Bill does um and yeah like I so I think I think the Steelers have made Pickens a sleeper inadvertently um, yeah by not giving him the chances yeah that that's fair how, Espe- how especially
0: it? since uh especially since um deontay Johnson's come back like I say yeah. I thought I thought that they'd get more of a share um of the situation but um, obviously, Johnson came back, got the touchdown last week, um, got a lot more picks. So, um, yeah, I think I think Pickens being on the on the in the doghouse um, this week in Pittsburgh at five thousand one hundred as well. I That's think it's, you know it's 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 of the lower middle order, if you like. Um, and I think there's you know you can still pick decent players around him and fit Pickens in.
1: I do worry that you're not fully embracing the sleeper. These guys haven't really got. I'm chance.
0: trying to. I'm trying to help people, Mark. It's
1: my job. <laughs> I'm taking risks.
0: Uh, uh, well, you're taking liberties at times, but
1: <laughs> my wide receiver, I'm going for a stack, and I'm going to stack him with the best quarterback currently in the NFL.
0: Oh no, it's Will Levis again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> From the Tennessee Titans, I'm going Nick Westbrook-Akini. Oh, 3400. Yeah, okay. I mean, I could just reread my Will Levis notes. Um, yeah,
0: about but... how great Will Levis is, yeah. I know, I and how bad the books are, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Away at us. Um Yeah. 10.3 points against the Falcons game a fortnight ago, which isn't the best, but at 3400 You take it. That's value for money. Uh, He's got 26 targets for the season, 18 receptions, three touchdowns. Baker's going to be throwing to keep up, I think. This could be a sneaky sleeper shootout.
0: Mm. Don't bet your
1: house on it, but Baker Mayfield is Baker Mayfield's biggest fan. And he backs himself to throw it all over the place. Yeah. will levis is the greatest quarterback in the nfl he's going to be throwing it all over the place there is a chance that we do stop Derek henry it could be a bit of a a bit of a shootout um Traylon burks is probably the recognized wide receiver too he's actually mm-hmm. had less targets than westbrook akino this season uh, yeah he's
0: been in and out with injury as well as not, the point. He not the point he hasn't no, fa- best, best,
1: best. hasn't found the paint once yeah right Burks is also questionable, but it's part of the concussion protocol. Yeah, a first-round pick from it. the Titans last year as well. Oh, I don't remember what happened last week, let alone last, last year, time. mate. Yeah, um, bit of a stretch. I don't know how much Burks is. I know he's more expensive, um, but for three thousand yeah. four hundred, even if he just gets you ten points, that that's that's value for money. If he gets you a touchdown, that's mega value for money. Could um, be the
0: one that gets you over the line. That's the
1: thing, and with this DFS lineup, I mean. As we're kind of learning, the more we play, you've got to almost avoid the common players, yeah, because that doesn't win you the week. It's these random sleepers, such as you will Levis, you call Daryl Patterson, and your Westbrook Akinny. Yeah, if they go off, you're in the money. But if we yeah. all pick CMC, Cooper Cup, Stefan Diggs, no one's getting the money.
0: No, and then you really are scraping the barrel you if really you are all of them. Yeah. Jalen Burks is uh three thousand six hundred, but he is questionable for this week. Yeah. So even more reason to to stick with Markey and uh and go with Westbrook Aquino.
1: So you're saying that's probably the best pick so far,
0: Westbrook Uh I, I I actually had Westbrook Akine as one of my reserve options for wide receiver. So yeah. Uh it's not a bad shout.
1: Appreciate sure that.
0: Because because of the book, because of everything you've just mentioned Pastor.
1: thanks mate you're tight, welcome tight end
0: tight end um tight end mm, it's a stretch with tight ends it's a stretch with tight ends when you're trying to pick a good one when you're when you're trying to pick a sleeper it's even more difficult i have just um, done
1: 20 minutes worth of podcast with yeah. pestle about how underrated tight ends are so i will okay. have none of that t- that tight ends lander well, s- is for now and the dfs show here yeah
0: well he's that is right
1: we are pro tight ends on this show mate
0: mm, okay well how about this tight end um 2500 it is a bargain it's cheap it is a gamble but you just never know when joe burrows in town it's the bengals tight end drew sample um They've got the Texans this week. Um, last week, now I'm going to read you some stats. Oh, it's not going to blow you away, so be prepared. <laughs> um, three receptions from four targets for 30 yards against the Buffalo Bills. That was his season high. He did get a touchdown in that. It was an impressive touchdown. I think he, you know, he showed a lot of athleticism um, in leaping for the pylon. Um, as we currently record this, Jamar Chase and T. Higgins are questionable. Mm. Um Tyler Boyd so... should have
1: been the obvious sleeper, wide receiver. Well,
0: already, but... well, yeah, but he's I think he there'll still be a bit of money on Boyd. Um so as we're going for red zone threats for Joe Burrow, obviously the run game is, is a possibility against the Texans, but if you are gonna throw it, if Burrow wants to put some numbers up he is gonna might have to look for his uh tight ends there's a couple of smith is there um but yeah he's he trusted drew sample last week and he showed that he can he can trust him and that sample will will put up numbers for him um and as you well know mark the texans gave up two touchdowns oh, to Cade otten last week
1: yeah and it all means fuck all.
0: Yeah, because you lost. Yeah. Um, but there's a chance um, if they can do that to Cade Otton then I'm sure Joe Burrow will be more than happy to try and get his tight ends involved if Chase and Higgins are out. And Drew Sample at 2,500 is a decent shout.
1: Mentioning Cade Otten, it, it's probably putting Cade Otten in my redraft team that beat you last week, isn't it, Pierre? Yeah. Would you say that was the key decision that made me it was victorious well, it, over it was you? At-
0: it was a decision that you made. One of many great I, decisions I, I made. I will not be discussing any further.
1: <laughs> mm, yeah. I looked at... Uh, is it Irv Smith? Is that Irv, Smith. Yeah, Irv Smith, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I looked at Irv Smith as well, but I think the Bengals played a few three tight end they did. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, plays, yeah. They, they, yeah.
1: they do whip it around a bit and they do share it. And again, we, we are not committee fans, or oh, I'm not anyway um so yeah not sure my tight end yeah huh. from the chargers
0: Nope. Oh. oh here we go donald parham season donald
1: parham junior seasons three thousand yeah. two hundred um that's
0: expensive
1: it is but then Costly. last week i recommended mike Kosicki and that went fully tits up so yeah you I did feel, yeah i kind of feel like of all my picks uh-huh. all levis banter aside I need a bit of a banker. (laughs) And I think this might be it. Um, He's not going to lose you the week at 3,200, but he might just win it for you. Mm. He's hit double figures three times this season. He's had four touchdowns and 20 targets. Yeah. Banged up charges. That's some
0: some good numbers.
1: Yeah, banged up charges that are defensively weak, so they're going to be throwing it a bit themselves. At home against Detroit Lions, who are likely going to romp away to a lead, so Justin Herbert's going to have to spread it about. Um, be a shootout, and I said last week, and I say it every week, when you're fishing down this low, you just got to wiggle your worm and hope for a marlin, and yeah, it, it's just one of them. You, you kind of dip into that tight end lower price range, grab one, and just hope he goes off like K. Dotton. and mm-hmm. injure the week last week, like I beat you in our redraft league last week when I won yeah. and you lost and you cried because of, of K. Dotton. because of K. Dotton. yeah. Of do your cry. of your four, Pugh's- yes. Who is your banker your sleepy banker for
0: the me movie. sleepy banker um I, I i think because of what i said um earlier i i think a lot of people have picked him up in their in their regular fantasies throughout the fantasy leagues um a very popular guy I would be get, I would be looking at Keaton Mitchell and seeing what he does between now and the end of the season. So I think that would be the one that I'd be sticking in.
1: Yeah, fair play. So you pick the one that's not even a sleeper. Yeah, nice one. Well, well, it is a sleeper. No, no, that, that's fine, mate. Thanks for buying into the ethos of the. Uh, got,
0: and... You said yourself they've got three running backs. Okay, running back committee.
1: <laughs> My sleepy banker, uh huh, would be Will Levis.
0: It's got to be Nick Westbrook.
1: The greatest quarterback of, of the NFL. But yeah, it is going to be Nick Westbrook-Akini. Um, yeah. at, at that price, 3400 he's getting the targets. I mean, it's against the Bucks. It's worth a punt. That, that's cheap. That's dirt cheap. And I guarantee yeah. he'll score no points now. I've said that. But that's yeah, that's my banker. So my four picks this week are Will Levis, Cordaro Patterson, Nick Westbrook-Akini and Donald Parham Jr. Purely Ogavish four.
0: Uh, Taylor Heineke Keaton Mitchell George Pickens and Drew Sample
1: Happy days and we will see you all next week when we will discuss our successes and our losses uh, and hopefully this will give you some tips of players to help you win your DFS league this week uh, Are you going to be playing all your four Pew, in your DFS lineup? uh
0: at, at least two At least two Yeah
1: In the same team? Yeah good man thanks (laughs) right thanks very much everyone out there for listening to the saturday sleeper podcast show whatever you want to call it we'll see you next week ta-ra